Welcome to Live the Fuel, where we fuel your health, business, and lifestyle. And now your host, Scott Mulvaney. All right, good day and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another Live the Fuel show. So today, we are recording a spontaneous podcast. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes. Uh, as you guys start following more and more about Live the Fuel and what's going on right here, right now as we're recording this, there's been a lot of stuff happening behind the scenes regarding some new documentary movies, uh, one of which uh, we actually are bringing on today, director, producer, I don't know, he's just a movie guru, because he got to create the Netflix movie of Now More Than Ever, The History of Chicago. So if anybody's ever heard of the band and very, very famous band, Chicago. This gentleman got to create that. But more importantly, we connected because of our fellow passions in the healthy lifestyle space, which we talk a lot about on this show. And we're fellow followers of the NSNG trademarked lifestyle, No Sugar, No Grains, created by a fellow friend of ours, Vinny Tortorich. So without further ado, because we're going to dig more into why I just brought that guy's name up, welcome to the show, sir, Peter Pardini. Thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to be here. How about spontaneity, bro? Like... <laughs> I think I a, half, a, half, a half an hour ago, we're like, oh, we should do a podcast. And that's like, yeah, well, why don't we just hit record now? Let's do it. <laughs> the internet. <laughs> I love it. So anyway, I was just just in your intro. Uh, I'm going to do some screen sharing for our video feed because Netflix is big right now. All right. And there it is. Now more than ever, the history of Chicago. You got to create this. Yeah, it was. Uh, I started on this about five years ago now, which is crazy to think about. It's actually coming up on the five-year anniversary of actually starting to film it. Wow. And it took about three years to actually, three, over three years to come out because of everything from shooting it to getting new interviews to licensing to getting distribution. And uh, I worked with the band for a long time, and it's like, it's, it's good that it's out there now. It's done. <laughs> All the hard work's over. It's out there. People can watch it. And admittedly, like I don't have, you know, this this is interesting. So I was just telling you earlier, I just I just this week was down in Philadelphia uh, for a big Tony Robbins event. I'm a big into personal and professional development. You know, our mindset is everything, what we surround ourselves with. And one of the speakers brought up about how, you know, so many people watch the negative news networks or they have cable. And I, I haven't had cable in years. I don't watch it. I don't want it. It's just first of all, the, the shows are awful. And, but we do have internet, so we do have an Apple TV, and we just bought a new one of those new smart TVs, so that's fun too, but it's either Hulu or Netflix. I mean, that's pretty much it. That's all we got, because most of the time, I'm out and about. I'm too active, but every once in a while, we do, my fiance and I, we sit down, we decompress, and we throw on a Netflix. Like We just got done watching, uh, Vinny was talking about this recently too, our, our, our fellow buddy here, Vinny Tortorich of uh, mm -hmm. Fitness Confidential, but he, we were talking about these new Netflix things. There was one about the... Uh, I don't know if you saw that. There was one about like they. It was like a whole documentary on fat and magic pill. Oh, there was the magic pill one. I didn't get to see that one yet. That's about like kids and the influence of pharmaceuticals and depression yeah. and ADHD and all that stuff. I, we got to watch that one yet. But there was the other one where it was the it was an autopsy. It was the oh, it's really oh. good. I'll have to look it up. Uh, yeah, but they literally a woman's body, a obese, a deceased woman donated her body to science. I remember Vinny talking about and it. And they did a whole that. documentary on that. So, and I'm trying to tie that together for people listening because like, you're not just a documentary guy for Chicago. You literally went on to Vinny Toyrich's podcast talking about your own healthy lifestyle goals. And now there's a new project in the works that 
I accidentally kind of fell into because I'm passionate about it. And now I'm working with you guys on this, but yeah. uh, real quick, before we get into the teaser, obviously, and we're going to talk about Vinny and this documentary project we're discussing, but what's the deal with NSNG and you, man? Like what, why, why do I keep using NSNG? Why do you keep using NSNG? Well, I've been up and down weight my whole life. And it was a thing where I could lose weight before and then I could gain it back. And the thing was that I learned is that I never really knew why I was losing it because the doctors would just tell me what to do and then I'd go do it and it would, it would work. But I was young and I was 16 the first time I lost weight okay. and they took Atkins. And so I just did Atkins. And, uh, the crazy thing now is that with learning about NSNG when I had recently gained weight again, uh, I was seeing a lot of the stuff that Vinny was saying was what by happenstance I was sort of doing already, but a way more like specific and simple version of it. Hmm. Uh, no sugar, no grains. It's like, I like to say it's, it's simple, but it's not, it's not easy because you still have to put in the work and you still have to do it. But at a certain point, about two, three weeks in, you lose all of your cravings for the other stuff, like the sugar and the carbs and everything that you were having before. And uh, I've found it the best diet that I've ever done because it's, it's a lifestyle. It's not a diet. Right. And uh, it's all the stuff I like to eat. I just, I, I th the funny thing I learned is I love Mexican food, but I can cut the tortilla out and just have the cheese and the meat. And it's basically the same thing. So I learned more. I'm more so like the meat and the cheese than the bread. Well, the, the best part of that type of discussion is it, literally I was out at dinner last night with friends and my fiance and you know, everybody it, it's Cinco de Mayo weekend as we're recording this lazy and gen ladies and gentlemen. And obviously it's a big, Oh, everybody's up at the tacos and there's like tacos <laughs> on special. And this is a really like, uh, we have a big popular grocery store chain here called Wegmans. Uh, they're founded in Rochester, New York, but they're, you know, they actually have better quality food product sourcing. They do a good job as, as, a, as a company. And they opened up these restaurants now in all their grocery stores. And unfortunately, this place, like you go into their food court area, it's kind of like a Whole Foods where, you know, you have all this fresh food stuff. But that you can keep, they, they're changing the menu every single day. Here, the restaurant never changes. It's weird. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. who's your head chef? Like, I can go out there and get whatever I want. Here, your menu never changes. It's really annoying. Yeah. But the point of the conversation here is that everybody's like, oh, you can order the tacos are full. Like you can get three different meats. I can get chicken and, and pulled pork and, and beef. And I'm like, yeah, but I'll just take the meat. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's right. Scott can't have a taco. And I'm like, dude, I can have a taco. I just don't want to. And it's a choice when I know at the biological level what grains and sugars are doing to me from an inflammatory response. Because I've yeah. been living that way for a long time. Before I even heard of NSNG and before I learned about Vinny, I was already cutting the bread out a while ago because I was like, you know, for some reason, everybody says you got to stick all the good stuff between some bad stuff. <laughs> you ever think about it that way? Yeah, not, yeah, I mean, it is interesting how everybody has it sort of backwards, though, when it comes to, I was just talking to a friend the other day about, because he works out a lot, and I don't. I need to, like, start working out more, but... My friend works out a lot and he's like, well, where do you get your energy from? And I said, I have no problems with being tired at all. And I said, so there are days I don't even have vegetables. I'll just have meat. If that's all I'm hungry for, I'll just have a steak for dinner, salami during the day. And I'm not hungry at all. Well, because you're eating 
nutrient dense sources, right? There's a lot of nutrient density in meat that people don't really understand. So, I mean, if any of our listeners are uh, vegan or vegetarian, I'm not here to offend you. I respect your lifestyle choices. It's just, there's no way in hell I'll ever live that way. Uh, because <laughs> we are omni, I mean, there's a very, very best-selling book, Omnivore's Dilemma. We at the genetic level are omnivores, okay? We consume meats and vegetables. And, yes. Uh, <laughs> but not, not to get off on that tangent. But the, the point here is that when you do start cleaning up your life, you can speak to this. What happens to your energy? What happens to your body? What happens to your sleep cycles, right? Like you just gave a little hint. Oh, I need to start exercising more. Vinny himself says, hey, exercise is a poor way to lose weight, right? Because if you don't have good sleep cycles and you don't have good nutrition, what the hell are you bothering paying for a gym membership? You're yeah. basically a hamster on a wheel except you're on a treadmill. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And by the way, I'm talking about walking an hour a day is a good start for me just yeah. to get just to get going. But I, I've never been able to work out before and lose weight on its own. Well, it's, uh, why do you think that is? Uh, what do you well, why do you now think that is? <laughs> well, it's just because what you're eating is is most of you cannot run a bad diet. Mm -hmm. So it's like you can burn calories or whatever, but that's not calorie in and calorie out is not all there is to it. I mean, it does help. It's, it's a good, it's a good barometer. If you're stalling on keto or stalling on no sugar, no grain, if you're not doing keto, it's a good barometer to see, okay, maybe I cut a little bit out, cut a little bit of the fat out, cut a little bit of the protein out or whatever I'm eating just to get the, the car, the uh, calories down a little bit. But I said earlier, like I've never, I have not ever gained weight on this diet or well, this lifestyle. The beauty of what I, it's hilarious. So I, I'm also anti-calorie counting. I've never counted a calorie in my life. No fucking yeah. clue. I have no fucking clue how to count a damn calorie. Because What's a day for you? What's an average day eating wise? Uh, let's see. This morning I woke up, I did a shot of olive oil. I made my coffee and then I went to the CrossFit gym. We did an hour long partners workout. So it was 37 reps of multiple movements. Each movement was 37 reps three rounds. So it took an hour to do all this, right? So I'm a huge CrossFit guy. I'm a CFL one coach and it was to honor the, uh, the, the owner's birthday, uh, shout out to SYR CrossFit and the, and I got done and everybody's like, it was the guy's birthday. So everybody carries in a birthday cake. You and I were joking around this earlier and everybody's like, Oh, Scott, you have a piece. I'm like, no, like I'm a fit 40 for a reason. Like, uh, I'm not putting that shit. That's not going to help me my, my body's recovery. I just got, I just got my ass kicked. FYI, I was sore as hell because literally last weekend I did a two day competition in Philadelphia. So I was just there. I told you the other day for the Tony Robbins thing on Thursday, I was mm -hmm. in the same convention center last weekend, only one week ago competing for two days, four workouts per, per day on six person teams over two days. I've never done a two day competition. Like my hand uh, is still all tore up from all yeah. the pull-ups. Like I'm jacked, like I'm sore, but and that's just physical sore. I'm not like inflamed sore. I'm still lean. I'm not like all like stressed right. out. But my day today is like, okay, I knew I was going to go in and do that because I want to you know, have a birthday. And, but I was like, okay, I had my, I had literally had healthy fats and coffee. And then I hydrated and I did my vitamins. And then I left to go to the gym. I did the workout, came home, um, ripped the roof rack off my car because <laughs> I'm put, switching over to uh, from ski season to biking season and came in, fired up five sticks of bacon and a five egg omelet. 
There you go. I haven't had anything else since. I've been talking to you now for over an hour before this podcast because we're talking about this project we're going to talk about on this show here. But I I will eat more. Here's my thing. My fiance jokes around. She's like, you're a freaking garbage dump. I was like, no, <laughs> I'm a healthy food dump. I, yeah, exactly. You can't overeat on good shit. Like yesterday, same thing, eggs and bacon. Then when I started feeling hungry again, I had a leftover steak in the fridge. So I, I, I pulled out my cast iron skillet, quickly seared each side to kind of warm it up, sliced it up. Then I grabbed some uh, cheddar cheese, chunked that up, went in. And our dog, dog, the coonhound, Calvin the coonhound, absolutely loves me because I'm always eating meat and cheese. <laughs> so yeah. as a dog, yes, we do throw him, throw him some human food once in a while. And, and he's right there. He's like, okay, when you're ready, I got your back. They always just show yeah. up. Yep. <laughs> and then – Last night we went met with friends. I did have some red wine with dinner, uh, but it was you know Cinco de Mayo, and I did not have the tacos. I had the meat, you know. Put that life into living, right? So, and people are like, oh, well, I thought you're Mister NSNG. And I'm like, dude, I made a post on Instagram today, actually, with the eggs, eggs and bacon. I was like, I don't give a shit if it's NSNG, keto, paleo, getting your body into a state of ketosis using keto. Uh, using the primal blueprint or the primal diet, keto diet, uh, paleo diet. I don't get, dude, all those words combined together equals my lifestyle. I, yeah. I'm not hundred percent in one area. I've taken what works for me. I know how my body responds. I know how it feels. And in the end, I've never counted a calorie in my life. That's people like, best. people like you no, must have great genetics. I was like, no, I don't. No, I don't. You look at my family photo. Everybody in my family is overweight. Everyone. Because mm-hmm. they don't listen to me. This is why I have a podcast show. This is why I'm so nuts online. Because people need to understand that, dude, genetics is only one tiny freaking component, man. It's your lifestyle. Yeah, genetics factors into other areas. But the thing with the with this lifestyle is that how I feel is night and day. I was always tired. I yeah. mean, and I, I would basically four days out of the week follow a diet that was pretty close to this like you know low carb high fat yeah then you know every four days you go i want this and then you go cheat and then it'd be like i'll start again tomorrow and it's like you're not making any difference and you're always tired and you feel like shit and can we pause on that word cheat sure what does that mean to you um See, I, I use it because it's the word that everyone uses, but sure. to me it means to me it means like right now what a cheat would be would be in a week a week from now I'm going to Santa Cruz and uh, California and I'm going away for a weekend. I might have some wine sure. or I might uh, in two months if I'm like I've been good for good. you know what I, like if, if I've been following no sugar no grain pretty much religiously, but I, I'm really like, okay, it's three months and I want some Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. I'll go and get it and then I'll start right back up the next day. So a cheat just means I'm going to have a, a really bad – I'm going to eat something really bad for a meal. But what, what did a cheat mean to you one year ago and just two years ago? Can you give me an example? Pretty much the same thing but like twice a week. Okay. Yeah. And how did you feel? Awful. All well, the time. Let's define – the awful side effect of a cheat <laughs> bodily wise. Like it would just, it's con- a constant stomach pain, constant brain fog, constant, just lethargy, constant, just 
you know, feeling things, phantom pains that you're feeling that aren't really there, but then they, they're compounding and you're feeling it and you're thinking that you might actually be sick. You might have something. Mm-hmm. And I learned that all that stuff for the most part, I mean, it's, it's pretty much all, it's all diet at my, I'm 31 at my age. Like I shouldn't be having any of that stuff. And since I've changed this diet, the thing that I was crazy to me is that once I started really walking again, like doing 10,000 steps a day, no soreness, mm-hmm. no, like, cause before I know walking's not a big deal, but before when I'd walk, I, and I hadn't for a while, I would be, legs would be hurting. My abs would be hurting. My back would be hurting, but it doesn't happen anymore. And it has to be the diet. It has to be what I'm eating. I don't want to, I, I keep calling it a diet, but it's really, it's, it's not a diet. It's a, it's lifestyle. a lifestyle. Yes. I, I, I've said this many, many times on my show, on Vinny's show, on other people's podcasts. I'm like, guys, I, I've, I've spoken on stage. I'll be getting more and more into public speaking. It's like, guys, like I, the diet has become a four letter word, a bad four letter word Yeah. because you know, I've studied psychology and to me, so many people, they see or hear or just envision the word diet and it, it immediately symbolizes a short-term transition. And I'm like, yeah. that's why I'm constantly moving people to the lifestyle. Now, granted, from a marketing standpoint, when I'm posting stuff on Instagram, I'm going to hashtag keto diet, paleo diet, uh, primal diet, because they get used a lot. <laughs> but yeah. in the end, what I'm trying to promote is a healthy lifestyle. That's why with this podcast, we discuss health, business, and lifestyle. Two key components that then feed your business success because you just hinted, wow, I'm not as sore as I used to be. Ooh, my daily energy has spiked up, okay? Wait a minute, you're telling me that you got energy naturally? Hmm, interesting, right? Compared to two years ago. Yeah, it's not from an outside. I mean, technically it's from an outside source because you're putting the high fat in your body, but your body ends up using it. And even when you're not eating, it's using good energy to, to get you through the day. And uh, with what with what I do with filmmaking, I mean, I, I'm doing the project that we're going to talk about and I'm doing another project and just, it's way, it's, it's still a tiring profession, but it's way less tiring because you can recover at the end, you sleep and then you're fine. Mm-hmm. Before it would be never a good night's rest. Right. Never, never. <laughs> it's that's, crazy. That's sad. And that, yeah. because see, I get into, I bring on scientists just like Vinny does, but I, I mean, I really get into uh, discussions around uh, gut biology, um, circadian rhythm, uh, REM cycles, sleep cycles. I mean, I take it to the point where when I'm doing late night podcasts, like I have three different brands of blue blocker glasses. Okay. It's so I, I geek out on this stuff because and people are like, Oh, you're, you're, you're a biohacker. I'm like, well, <laughs> I used to use that one more. I'm like, it's not, a, it's not about biohacking. Yes, translated biohacking. You're hacking or modifying your, your biology. The big picture on all of this and what you've just helped us here is that you started making changes because the stuff you were doing wasn't working. You make some changes and all of a sudden things are feeling better. And then now you're learning more about your body. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, if I put this in, it doesn't go well. But if I put this in, it does go well. So that's why my people can, uh, criticize my lifestyle. And I'm like, dude, I don't criticize your lifestyle. I did not sit here and say, stop eating bread. I recommend right. it. 
but I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. And I was like, what you're going to find, which you just kind of hinted at was when you start cleaning up the lifestyle, your body can start talking to you again and you can start listening to it and paying attention because that's It'll what it's always you. wanted to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but, but most of us are numb. Weren't, weren't you numb before? Yeah. Well, it's that whole thing of like having, being resistant to the stuff that you're eating. So I would have carbs, like I said, every three, four days. And I'd never gone into the, I'd never adapted to anything. Mm-hmm. So when I'd have all the, the carbs all the time, I would, I wouldn't have the same reaction as I would when I went to that Mexican restaurant and had a margarita <laughs> and was down for three days. It's like, Oh, I'm supposed to feel like shit after I eat this stuff. Yeah. Like that's what my body telling me don't eat that. <laughs> I never had that before when I had fat. I, that's, that's really the turn for me is like, okay, well, maybe it's just because I haven't had it in a long time. And maybe if I didn't have fat for a long time and I had fat, it would do the same thing, but never. No. I've never had fat before and been like feeling bad for three days. Well, it's, I've used this many times on my past shows. I don't know if Vinny uses it this way, but um, you you don't know that much about my brand and everything else we do. But you know, I'm a former firefighter uh, from out west, actually. Well, I'm from here, but I spent a couple of years serving as one of the elite hotshot wildland firefighters with the federal government. So you guys uh-huh. know them very well in California. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was based in Arizona. Um, actually, uh, you I don't know if you know the new movie, but there's a new movie called Only the Brave that came out. Yep. So I knew them. We served, oh, wow. I served in 2010 and 2011, that movie's timestamp and the fires that they talked about in that movie was 2011. So wow. my base was an hour and a half from their base. So we I'm served a lot of fires together. So the point though, well, thank you for the, that, <laughs> for that service. Well, the, 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 the biggest thing for me out of that, there's so many things I brought it up so many times on this show. It's just besides the life lessons and, and, and learning the power of first responders, it changed my life forever. And I'm trying to give back whenever I can, but that extreme level of fitness really cracked open this shell for me, listening to the body. Like at the end of a fire season, as a wildland firefighter, you're physically beat to live in shit. I mean, you just, you need months just to recover. It's called accumulated exhaustion. It, um, it's the, the food that they fed us at these fire camps was awful. Um, so your body, takes a beating and that's I mean I was already a health nut before but I really became much more amplified from 2010 on and now years later I wish I knew what I knew now back then um, yeah but tying it back to fats and sugars just for fun connection on fire think about a campfire okay what kind of fuel do you need to get the fire going gas yeah, yeah. or, yeah. or no gas if you're hardcore you got like some twigs uh some dried out moss you know whatever um and then as the fire builds, that will burn out, right? It's too fast. It's, too, it's going to burn too quickly. You need something more substantial. You need a, a, like thicker diameter logs to hold, retain the heat, and build a legitimate fire. Yeah. So my whole connection on that is, well, fat is your logs, and everything else is just freaking sugar. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's like yeah. it, it, as, as an athlete, that's why uh, I ran my first marathon in 2008. And I, I, I hate running. <laughs> and <laughs> I didn't know any better. I was reading Men's Health back then. I was a classic, you know, a magazine-educated yeah. person. I was teaching spinning for six years as a fitness trainer. I, I thought I knew everything, right? And you realize you don't know shit because I'm running in this event, and I, you, you start tanking because beforehand I did a goo. 
And then, oh, all the rest stops have goo, goo packets yeah. and cliff bars. Like, I was like, really? Like last year, I did, because I'm a huge cyclist, you'll appreciate this. I did my uh, a metric century road biking event, which is like 63 miles. I do 100 mile bike rides. So I'm, that's why Vinny and I vibe so well. And I did it all on fat. Yeah. Okay. I did a Spartan race last year, all on fat. Like, I believe it. So, just looking at you, you're like one of the most energetic people I've talked to in a long time. So that could be Vinny's coffee too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> up on that coffee. But yeah, it's like, dude, like you're getting it. That's what I'm hearing from you. Like, you don't have to be in the gym as much as I am yet. I mean, again, but he backs up to you. Like, dude, I tell people, like, if you could fix the energy level, sooner or later, your body's going to start talking. He's like, yo, I have all this extra energy. I got to do something with it. Right? That's what's happening. I'm getting restless. Yeah. yeah. And that's a good problem to have. And I go out and I, I, I live in a nice, like, quiet area of Los Angeles. And I can go out at night and just walk around the neighborhood and it's great. It's relaxing. I listen to podcasts. I listen to music. I, and I find that after an hour of doing it, I'll usually go out for about an hour, like that. I want to go more. I'm not tired or like, oh, I, need, I need to sit down or something. Like I could go a lot longer. Cause you have long burning energy in the tank. Mm -hmm. You're not, it's not the flash in the pan, right? It's not it's the, evident. it's not the striking of the match. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a long it's consistent there. burn. It's there. It's yeah, yeah exactly. The tank. Yeah. yeah. Live the fuel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> I mean, so all that energy, let's tie this back. All right. Let's get to our core. Uh, obviously this is important for our listeners to learn more about you. I love the fact that you, I've already successfully you know, created a movie. I'm going to share that again here actually, because again, like I grew up, I mean, I'm 40, but I grew up, I heard Chicago, man. Like my dad, yeah. all the music, like Chicago is one of the, Grant, maybe the millennials don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> but Chicago is, well, is a well-known historical band. I mean, yeah, number one band of the 1970s. Yeah. I mean, I was born, yeah, I was born in 77. So, uh, but Hey, you, you pull that off. Okay. Clearly now, uh, and by the way, real quick, here's the other documentary I was going to tell you about the obesity postmortem. Postmortem. Okay, I'm gonna watch to, it. Yeah, later. you need to check that shit out. Holy crap! That's gonna be disgusting, though, isn't it? <laughs> well, they they literally show you slicing into a woman's body. I mean, it's very yeah. scientific. Uh, but let's Sweet. close that, <laughs> <laughs> and let's talk about this. So, for our video watchers and for our listeners, since you can't see what I'm talking about, I'm currently sharing Indiegogo.com. More sp more specifically, fat a documentary and you heard me mentioning Vinny Toyrich earlier in the show. He's been on this show multiple times. Again, fitness confidential is his podcast. Vinny's been doing this a long time. He's a professional fitness trainer from California. He's like, this is a quick little summary for the listeners. Okay. Peter Pardini's been on his show. I mean, a lot of people have gotten to know Vinny. Okay. I'll just say this. He's got a big Twitter following. He's got a very engaged NSNG community. He owns that trademark. He literally guest stars on Adam Carolla's podcast because he's like the health and fitness guy and Adam loves ha having him on. And Adam has literally the most successful podcast show, I think, of all time. Yeah, in his record. <laughs> so that all said, I love Vindiegogo campaigns. I love Kickstarter campaigns. I love crowdfunding and being a part of something. Mm -hmm. Which is why you and I are talking today, not just to help other people understand your healthy lifestyle transformation, but you're going to need a lot of energy. 
Okay. Because <laughs> I'm working with you now. Vinny needs to make this documentary happen because more people need to learn what you and I know. And you're gonna need all the energy you could possibly get from all those healthy fats because we are going to get this. We're gonna figure this out, man. This movie is going we're to launch. Okay. So, I, so catch us you. up. So we're doing a, a Indiegogo for a, we're calling it the last documentary about fat you'll ever need to see because we're trying to do something much more than just your average health documentary that you see on Netflix. Because I'm a filmmaker, I've made narrative films, I've made you know the documentary about Chicago, and I'm I'm doing this not only because I'm passionate about you know my health and curious about okay, well why did I think this before, but because I think this could be a really fascinating movie, a film about the A to Z from the beginning of when all this bad health myths, bad health myths began, you know, circulating and not only that they did, but how did they do it? Right. Um, so you're going to see in this movie, you're going to see a, a detailed account of like an almost like a case case study of America, America specifically, but we'll, we'll talk about areas around the world too, but America and how did we get to the food pyramid? How did we get to, you need eight glasses of water, eight, eight ounce glasses of water a day. You need, you need this, you need that stuff that never I'd heard over and over my entire life and never really knew where it came from or why I thought was supposed to think that. But, um, yeah, we, we, we are excited about doing a real movie that reaches people who aren't only Vinny Tortorich fans, but just anybody who would be surfing, you know, Netflix and seeing something that looks interesting and uh, informational without being like wonky or. Well, I think a lot of people don't understand. I mean, they just, they just don't, there's been so much wrong information shared, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm screen sharing again for our video feeds. I I hit play, but I paused the actual intro video on the Indiegogo site. Um, Because I, this was, oh God, I forget when, the, I don't know what year this was, but this was obviously when, when um, Oprah Winfrey was first making her, you know, before she made her billions. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, a very, very influential woman, okay? And she wheels out a radio flyer red wagon full of a plastic bag full of, uh, of fat. Basically, that, that I can tell right from the fat. I know exactly what that is. That's, that's beef fat from a slaughterhouse because I grew up. In the farming world, okay? I've been to slaughterhouses. I know how this all goes. Like, my father and my younger brother are both cattle brokers, okay? So I take a very localized connection to all of this. And I I, I didn't even know about that show, right? But then, then boom, I fast forward and look at her now, right? Like, (laughs) the earlier image I showed, she's, like, thin, and she's criticizing fat. And you look at her now, and she's not the thinnest woman out there. Um, Well, and it's showing – well, it also shows – it shows – the irony of of the struggle people do have no matter how much money they have to stay in shape and i, I you know i actually think that the, the the radio flyer wagon full of fat is a good illustration of look how much is on you mm-hmm. and look how much you can lose but the wrong point is don't eat don't eat fat it's right. just wrong it's and that's not her fault at that point because that's what everyone most people believed she was being influenced. Yeah. Right. Her experts were telling her one thing. Those same experts were influencing the government. Right. 
the you you, you talked about the food pyramid. Um, it, when I grew up, my father every winter before every winter, um, like my first entrepreneurial thing, I was selling eggs on the side of the road. We had our own chicken coop. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, so, no lemonade there. And then <laughs> and then when the when the in the natural cycle of things, when chickens finish their natural laying cycle, they don't lay eggs anymore. Mm-hmm. So that chicken then becomes a butcher chicken. So we would butcher our chickens and then package them and freeze them for the winter. And then next year we go get new hens and they yeah. would lay and lay all the eggs and then switch over. And this was an, this was an annual cycle. You know, I had a quarter acre garden I had to take care of vegetables. My mom made before Mason jars became like a, a trendy wine glass. <laughs> yeah. We canned everything. You know, everything, I had a basement full of mason jars, full of, you know, pickled vegetables and meats and, and, well, the meats were in the freezer, but you get where I'm going with all this. I ate a very whole food, meats and vegetables lifestyle. You know, we, we weren't like crazy with cereal and fruit and stuff like that. So by happenstance, you were doing the right thing. Yeah, but I, I didn't know that. And then, yeah, you, by know, you know, fast forward years later. My father, I mean, I, I tell, I don't hold anything back, man. My uh, people's people need to understand like, dude, I, I struggle just like everybody else. My, my father is a type two diabetic. He never, mm-hmm. he never was. He's lost some weight with some influence from me, but he doesn't listen to me all the time. <laughs> you know, like I said, my, my family is overweight and I don't hide that. I want to make sure people understand that. that's why I take this shit so seriously. Like I'm trying, you can't, it is so hard to help the people closest to you. Yeah, I only laughed earlier too because I, I have a, it's a similar thing with friends and just people oh, around you. Well, I'm with you, man. I don't. I take no assault on that. I, I think people need to understand, like you're. That's a natural reaction from you because I could. I pictured you in your head. You're like, yeah, yeah. I know exactly, exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, but that's why you got you and Vinny got together on this. I I heard that podcast episode where you were explaining how much impactful the NSNG lifestyle is. And this is bigger than NSNG. This is not just, oh, Vinny's trademarked NSNG. Like, that's not that's necessary. that's not what we're talking about no. at all. No. Yeah. You're talking about fat, a documentary for a reason. And mm-hmm. that's what these people need to understand. Yeah, it's, it's about we want to dispel health myths and let people draw their own conclusions. And we want to, we want to show exactly how things happened as a story, like, that people will understand because sometimes documentaries can get bogged down with showing you too many. They get bogged down with the style and showing numbers and, and terminology. And we're going to have that, but we're also going to do it in a way that people can understand and hopefully change a lot of people's lives and show them that it doesn't have to be this way. Right. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with eating a high fat, low carb diet. Because there's nothing wrong with eating steak and broccoli for dinner. I don't know how you could ever argue that that's bad. No, I. People, but 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 hold on, Peter. I mean, I can't eat steak and broccoli forever. I mean, yes, you can. <laughs> well, yes, number one, but also it's, it sounds so restrictive. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I I tell people like follow my personal Instagram feed, not my business Instagram feed. If you want, like, I'm always posting steak and chicken and and uh and eggs and bacon and, you know and, what a and great like, meal is when you want to do a little bit of a, a little bit of a fib on your on your your you know the way you eat is just get some almond meal on your chicken yeah. like a little bit of it and it tastes pretty damn close to breaded chicken oh dude i'm a freaking chips and cheese or not chips uh crackers and <laughs> cheese guy my fiance I I, yeah my fiance i love crackers and cheese 
And then like mm-hmm. Anna Vocino's Eat Happy Cookbook, dude. Like, oh my god, That's I can make almond, I can make almond flour crackers. Like, oh, this is fun. I, I mean, I've gotten back. I mean, I was already, I've already cooked most of the time anyway. Yeah. But getting the right stimulation to get yourself back into cooking for yourself again, it's it's not as expensive as people think. And no, it's cheaper than going. We we joke all the time here, my girlfriend and I, that we have saved money by doing this diet because because you have like leftovers I, we have not only do we have leftovers but we're not eating out three times a week and spending 60 dollars every time we eat out we're spending 60 dollars for three days of food eating out should be a reward yes right and it used to be that it way. feels amazing yeah. eating out when you can do it when it's like even when you, even if it is like the cheat like it feels so much better when you do it once every two, three months. Well, it's like in your documentary that you guys are going to have. Like, I really hope some of these dipshit doctors that swayed everything the wrong way do answer the call to duty and come on and have a healthy debate with them. I hope so. Because, because I, I genuinely want to hear it. I, I want to hear it. I'm like, dude, especially uh, what's his name? Uh, I'm blanking on his name right now. The, the biggest – the guy – the guy – Influence the government to get more sugars and grain into our lifestyle. And then you see him out at a restaurant and he's eating steak. And he, and he, I, th- when he, I think Vinny quoted him as saying, you know, oh, well, you know, that's for the little people or whatever his little statement was, right? And it's like, wait a minute, you're, you're telling and influencing one thing and then you're doing the opposite. You're still eating healthy fats and steak because you can afford to. Like, that's that not. just sounds like politicians in general. I know he's not a politician, but. Oh, dude. He might have one. been a doctor, but he was straight up a political doctor. Yeah. He, he used the I, system. I want to hear, I mean, and in a weird way, it's like when I made a documentary about a band, it's the same thing where you're trying to convince people to do your movie and everyone has an agenda. Everyone wants to say a different thing and you have to find a way to make that, you know, you have to, you have to be able to tell people that they can be okay saying what they want to say. And so for all these doctors who've, they, they espouse the vegan diet or, or with grains or whatever they, I, I want them to feel like they can actually, what they say will end up in the documentary. I, mean, I, I would never cut anybody's dialogue up or make them sound a certain way. The, the best thing. That's is the point of a documentary. Doctor. Is the best documentaries have both sides as forceful as the other, and then the audience will be able to tell what they individually think. Mm-hmm. And we're confident that we're confident that the high fat, low carb diet is lifestyle is the way to go. But maybe they'll say some things and they'll sway some people. But That's fine. Something I love to teach is uh, people are like, oh yeah, Scott doesn't eat carbs. <laughs> okay. I, I want this documentary to happen because I'm going to be like, okay, define a carb. Mm-hmm. I eat carbs. I had a, I had a double order of green beans last night. That's a vegetable source carb. Mm-hmm. I eat sweet potatoes. That's a carb. It's a different kind of carb. You're okay. going to shudder. When I was younger, I would go to Starbucks and get two, maybe two caramel frappuccinos a day. And I'm thinking about that now. That's over, well over 100 carbs. Dude. That's insane. It's not even the carbs. I think what people have to understand here is that the carbs are then converted to sugar. This goes everything back to the sugar versus fat component. Yeah. People are like, oh, well, you need carbs. Really? Yeah, okay. I I consume carbs. Just it's a different source of carbs. 
right? Mm-hmm. And I, I'll, I'll back you up. I'll tell you what, when I was firefighting, um, because like as hotshots, like you have these crew carriers you, you ride around in and we have yeah. all of our tools are in the vehicle. So like we're literally like a mobile transport unit. Like everything we have to have is on our vehicle. So that when we're deployed as a 20 man crew, like we are self-sustained. We have cases of MREs, worst thing you could ever put in your body, by the way, you know, they're, they're designed to, you know, survive a nuclear war with preservatives. So yeah. put, put that in your body. Yay. Um, Good job. <laughs> but you know, you got, you got water on board Gatorade. I don't recommend drinking it, but that's what we had, right? That was what provided us. We didn't like, Oh God, you gotta, you gotta water up. You gotta gator up, grab your MREs. It was very militaristic. But my point is, is that people don't understand what they don't understand. And that's the point of a documentary, right? Like, I did not know. I mean, I had, a, I had an inkling, but, and people are like, oh, well, you're burning so many calories. And it's true. As a digger, you know, building hand line, uh, you know, that's what you do. You build a fire break as a wildland firefighter. You don't put the fire out. You build a line around it and you contain it. And then you let it burn yeah. itself out. So as a digger, we estimated five to 7,000 calories per day of burn factor of the body. I like to clarify that because people don't know what the fuck a calorie is. I'm like, guys, a calorie is a unit of heat measurement. You talk to any mm-hmm. scientist about that. It's not like, oh, that's why I don't count calories. I mean, the only time I counted calories, I'll correct myself, was then. And it wasn't really counting. I just kept shoving shit in my mouth because we were working 16 hours a day in the mountains. And then yeah. my, my second year, I became a sawyer. So I'm hiking with a 20-pound chainsaw and spare parts in my pack with all the other seven. We, all, we always have seven quarts of water. Dude, I had like 40 to 50 pounds in my back. 20-pound chainsaw, 16 hours a day in the woods. They said the, they estimated that we were burning probably close to 10,000 calories of, of heat per day. No. So we had to keep stoking the fire. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. So, yeah, is that a normal lifestyle? No. Right? So military, firefighters, that's different, different world. Well, yeah, they always point out, they always point out to, well, Michael Phelps eats pizza. It's like, yeah, well, Michael Phelps is working out seven hours a day. He's burning that, his um, his body is at such a high level of burn cycle. It's yeah. just, it's incinerated. Like picture a fucking furnace, man. It's just, it's in and it's out. It's gone. And people need to understand too, the difference between being, looking in shape and being in good health. Because mm-hmm. Michael Phelps was 25 when he was doing that, 26. But Thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> if he was doing that when he was 60, there would be problems, mm-hmm. most likely. Probably. And uh, just the more I hear about just people who their diabetes is getting better, people whose heart disease is going, like, going away, like stuff that's happening that doesn't happen when you're eating – other ways it doesn't go away hey yeah you'll appreciate this i mean we got we got fellow respected uh influencers in the world that are getting then ripped up and down because they're trying to make a stand of what we and i are talking about yeah professor tim noakes right mm-hmm. south africa fyi he and i finally got to have an interview together i'm airing okay. him later this week so um that's awesome. huge yes. i've been trying to get him for a year and a half but he's already I, – I, I mentioned to him your documentary. He didn't know about it yet. He and I just talked like two weeks ago. And I was like, did you hear from Vinny yet? And he's like, about what? And I was like, there's a project coming. You're going to want to – we need you on point. Awesome. <laughs> so I already dropped that as a hint to him. I don't know if you guys reached out to him yet or not. I don't think we've – I think we're waiting to see if we uh, yeah. have the means to, uh, to do the movie first. Oh, yeah. But here's but the thing. He's on the list for sure. This is what I explained to Vinny. 
I said, and here you go. Listeners are going to be able to geek out about this. If you guys follow Indiegogo's Kickstarters, it's about being a part of something bigger than ourselves, right? That's why I get so excited about this. Vinny doesn't have a lot of experience with this, whereas I've donated to countless um, Indiegogo's Kickstarters because even my keychain was not even, it's not in my room right now. My keychain was a Kickstarter project. Um, the phone mount on my dashboard that I travel with so much, that was a Kickstarter project. So I've got yeah. crap all over the place <laughs> because you're a part of something bigger. And that's why I told Vinny too, when we had a, a little consultation about this project. And that's why I was talking you and I, our whole conversation today started on strategy, trying to figure out ways to make sure this campaign is a huge success because that's what we need. People need yeah. the truth. People need a documentary. That's not going to hold anything back. Let people from both sides of the fence come on and say what they want to say. And let's and get says the truth it clearly. Yeah. Does it clearly and almost doesn't doesn't kind of you know, pussyfoot around it. A lot of documentaries you can't quite tell what they're saying because they don't. Oh yeah, it's it's all fluff. It. It's fluff. Yeah, it's all surface level. A, yeah, they don't want to have an opinion on it, even though that's the whole point of doing this documentary is to tell people what you think. Yeah, and uh, you know, on this on the same hand though, it's not my my job as a director is to put it in an editor is to put it into a context that people can understand. It's not my opinion. Right. It's the people it's to get everybody who's in the film to make sure everyone who's watching it understands what that person means when they say it. Hmm. Cause then it's way. yeah. Because otherwise you have, you have documentaries that are cut weird or they're, they're kind of strangely edited to the point where you can tell they're trying to craft a story, but we have something so powerful here that we don't have to craft anything. You just have to tell it. You mean like that piece of happened. shit movie called what the health? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they marketed that as a documentary and I'm like, it's a good example of a movie that's well-made, but yeah. not well, because they had the funding. Yeah. All right. That's the call to action for our listeners and watchers of this good. episode. Yeah. All right. If, if we're going to fund, I, I didn't fund it. If, if people, of the vegan and vegetarian front are going to fund a movie that's completely swayed one way and was full of so much bullshit. We need to do the same. Only bring the truth. Okay. Well, I had 20, bring I had the freaking truth. I had 20 cigarettes for breakfast this yeah. morning. Oh yeah. 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 And I, I'm like, what? I was like, an egg is cigarette. No, no. I mean, there's so much bullshit. Like guys, it's just, well, that's what I want to get to the bottom of is I don't even think that movie got to the bottom of it is I want to hear, I want to talk to those people and look them in the face and say, explain it to me, yeah. explain it to me as somebody who I might not agree with you, but I want to be convinced and I want you to convince me. I don't care if the movie turns out to be a four hour long documentary. I'll fucking watch it because I want the yeah. truth. People need the truth. And yes. that's the problem is that everybody's pussy. Like you said, that. pussy footing around. Yeah. It's coming. I, I, I feel it in the air now with, with just. Cause everything we've been doing isn't working, right? What? Nothing's working. I mean, no. people like Gary Fecky down in uh, Tasmania, right? He mm -hmm. got silenced by the government, just like they tried to do in South Africa with Tim Noakes. Like poor Gary Fecky had to have his wife take over his social media feeds because he's not allowed to talk about this shit because the guy got so passionate about, he got so tired of cutting off diabetics feet. Like he's like, dude, yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. He's like, I need to fix this. We got to do something healthy about this. Okay. You got people like, um, yeah, I've had, I've, had, I've had him on the show twice. I think, I think he's been on, uh, I recommended him to Vinny a while ago. Dr. Jack Wolfson. He's the, uh, he's known as the paleo cardiologist. That's the name of his book. Um, he left 
the heart surgeon, heart doctor profession. He was part of a very, very successful heart practice in Arizona because all they were doing was pushing statins and, and everything else. And it's like, so he met his wife, who's more naturopathic, chiropractor, and they created a brand called Doctors Wolfson. So you got mm-hmm. Health Nut Wife helping influence a medically trained doctor, her husband, to realize, wait a minute, it ain't working. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's, it's not working, people. Why? What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same bullshit the wrong way over and over and expecting a different result? It's like... It's not working, but there is a thing about humans where we do like to be led. We like for people in higher positions to tell us everything's okay. This is what you, this is what you can do to help. And people will believe it and they'll think they'll think something's wrong with them. If it's not working, I must not be doing it right. But all I know is that I could not lose weight. I was gaining it. I was, I was 170 pounds in 2014 Okay, and I got up to 237, 238. And how tall are you? I'm 5'11". Wow. So it was a big weight gain. And And a lot of it was around your midsection, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, midsection. And I I always look in pictures. I don't ever look different, like really. There's a little bit around my neck. But you could tell in the wide shots, it was like, wow. Well, again, like, um, uh, if you haven't read her book yet, uh, Dr. Sylvia Tara, The Secret Life of Fat. She's been on Benny's show. She's been on my show. I'd like to see her come on this documentary too because she also had that frustration. She spent years with weight gain, weight loss, and she's she's of Indian descent. Um, so, and that's part of our culture, like, you know, they, they eat a lot of rice and, and a lot of those simple carbohydrates and stuff. So it's like, oh, wait yeah. a minute, it ain't working. Right. And she, I heard she, her on the Dr. Drew podcast too. Yeah. I mean, dude, she became obsessed and studied everything about the fat cell. And I already knew about it, it before her, like visceral, <laughs> the vi- visceral fat is the fat that collects around your organs. That's the stuff that you don't see on the surface. That's why yeah. like, I, I go to, I go to lifting competitions and I see power lifters and they got this like bulbous like fit yeah they're they're hard as a rock if you punch them it's hard but like i call it the trucker belly right you got this big bulge so you look like you're strong as an ox but you get this big bulge of a belly and i'm like guys that's not muscle that's your shitty diet like you you, you're people think that you're fit you're not fit on the outside you look fit and strong it looks a little strange doesn't it yeah like it doesn't look right that's fit Okay, I'm hard as a rock, but I don't have to trust everyone. It's not about me. I'm trying to set an example. You know, it's like, guys, like, we need the truth. Is we want to show what what I want to do and what Vinny wants to do is we don't want to throw anybody under the bus. We don't want to say we're right. We don't want to say we feel so strongly about it that we know that just showing the facts of what happened and what is happening, people will be able to draw their own conclusions and it'll most likely, you know. Hey, I, uh, part of a successful documentary is you're going to have lovers and haters, right? Yeah. So oh, there's going to be haters. <laughs> let, let the haters come because that's yeah, just, be from haters. a marketing standpoint, that's actually almost even more powerful. I want people tweeting and maybe turning down this, this documentary before it even takes off because – it's just going to increase more awareness and it's going to bring the right target audience. People like myself, people like you, people who have struggled for years trying to follow the government mandated crap. That's wrong. Mm-hmm. And those are going to be the ones that are going to back this. Those are the ones that are going to take action that a little bit. It is called government mandated, but it is not a mandatory diet. Oh, good point. <laughs> this Thank is you. what they, this is what they say that is the, my plate it's or the whatever. Recommended. 
the recommended yes not mandated it's, but no but they do no it is no i'm I, you're you i think you're using the right term that they say it's like this is what we say is the right thing but it's not it's not mandatory you can choose to do what you want to do at least at this point and yeah. just people need to wake up in, in more ways than just food it's i feel like it's happening everywhere it's like people need to wake up out of whatever we're going through right now where we're not everything's kind of like um just not there's just kind of this is like fog of unreal unreality i'm just excited by this because yeah I'll, i'm just going to use the words when this happens you guys launch a successful fat documentary. We get people from both sides of the fence. We get them to say the truth. You record the truth. You share the truth. You hold nothing back. It's finally a properly done documentary. And I already told Vinny, I'm like, we blow it up. And then it's so important that we get it on Netflix, right? So we mm -hmm. can get, get the Netflix brand of exposure. Then we move on to the next chapter. We keep sharing that. Then it's like, okay, maybe we end up creating a sugar-specific documentary, right? There's already Absolutely. a bunch of them out there. Let's get the sugar one out there. Let's get the protein one out there. I don't whatever. <laughs> Even if they're 15, 20 minutes. Right. It's just, just get, get the truth. That's, that's all that matters. And I think we're going to, I know we're going to do it. I know that people are going to rally around it because I, I, I want people to know, like, this is, you know, there's a lot of stuff with Indiegogo campaigns and campaigns where you see, uh, you donate the money and there's some that I've donated to and the project doesn't come out for three or four years. We want this movie to be done by the end of this year. Yeah. I mean, there's no guarantees with anything if there's like a holdup with licensing or whatever. But the point is, you're not, you guys aren't going at this slow. Like, you, yeah. you're ready to hit the ground running. We just mm -hmm. need the money to get it off the ground. And like your, your campaign, I'm going to go ahead and clarify it on here. Like, you guys are only asking for 150000 to meet your goal. But let's be real a proper documentary, you're, you probably want to go double that. So, yeah. you know, when we air this, I want people to take action and help make sure we exceed that because that's going to make it a better documentary. It's going to help with the momentum that you guys need to get this out to the forefront faster. Yeah, 150,000 is to pull the trigger, 300,000 it's a real movie. Like it's it's going to be a movie before, but there's so much more you can do when you have a little bit more leeway to clean things up, do a better sound mix, do a better color correction. Yeah. And uh it all it really all makes a difference. And uh, I, I just feel so strongly about it. And people, you're gonna, you, like, people are going to get a really great documentary about this. And we're going to have the same cinematographer that worked on um, the Chicago documentary. So nice. it's going to have a really, it's going to look, it's going to look like a film. It's not, it's not going to be a, a lifetime, not lifetime, but Discovery Channel uh, documentary that you're used to seeing that, 55 minutes long that just kind of gives you the basics. We're going to go, we're going to go in on this. It's well, going to be great. And again, for our video watchers, when this share airs, like I'm screen sharing it right now, this is only a soft opening. You guys, I'm time stamping this. This Crazy. is being recorded on May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, 2018. We haven't even fully pushed a huge exposure of Indiegogo yet. Vinny and I will be doing a Facebook live tomorrow. Then he's going on Adam Carolla. You guys are already at $6,300 raised, 88 backers. I think the most important thing to understand is like it's going to be way higher than that when this show even airs. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but the point is like, guys, go on Indiegogo, search for Fat, a documentary. I'm going to have this linked in the show notes. I'm going to have everything in there. You can, you can follow it easily, but it's not hard. Just go to Indiegogo.com and you search for Fat, a documentary, and it'll come up as well. 
But the point and check is, out is all like, the great perks too. Oh yeah, you guys are again. Uh, Peter and I were already talking strategy about some other perks maybe to add in, but there's plenty of good perks on here, and it's for everybody from different walks of life. You know, it's only you know. I think the the entry point. Um, let me scroll down here. Something as simple as five dollars, right? Just getting yourself on the board as a contributor. Every little bit helps. You don't. You need to be a wealthy person to submit a support for this. That's the power of crowdfunding. Absolutely it's, not. Donate five dollars and share it with a hundred people, and that's you know powerful because mm -hmm. you're helping us spread the word by just even visiting the page and sharing it. Right. So anything you can, anything you can give is it, it all adds up because there's 88 backers right now for yep. over six thousand dollars. So if we can. If we can get to the, the thousands level of backers, we're in business. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. I know. Well, listen, uh, we definitely want to bring this to a close because I still got to go work on the back end stuff to get everything ready for Vinny's webinar tomorrow. Um, but with everything you've done with Chicago, now what we're trying to do with Fat and with Vinny, all my all my co-hosts, my guest co-hosts, they close the show out with some final words and it's interesting because like you're a guy who's changed already started changing his life with going with a healthier lifestyle has had an amazing impact already in the Netflix space, right? With a Chicago documentary. Now you're trying to make a difference from a healthy space with Vinny and a fat documentary. Is there right now for you and if our listeners forget everything else we talk about, don't forget about the Indiegogo campaign, but is there anything kind of all encompassing right now in your life that there's like a message that you want to leave behind for our listeners? Just something, I don't know, inspirational or just something that's like, you know what? Yeah, this is why we're doing all this. For me personally, just success in anything has come from action and it's come from actually doing it. So whether that's diet and you're just like thinking about, oh, I'll start tomorrow, I'll start tomorrow, that's fine, but actually start tomorrow. And for me with movies, I've, I've seen that a lot of people or just at least around my age who are trying to do it are, are not, I wouldn't even say they're not doing as well, but they're not doing anything really because they never start. And I read Steve Martin's book a long time ago, and he talks about this in like kind of a, another way about he was never felt that he was that funny, but he worked the hardest to remember how to be funny. And that is how you do it. That's how you are successful in anything or you achieve any success is that you have to literally put one foot in front of the other sometimes when, especially when things look like they're not happening or when something bad happens you know, you're casting a movie and an actor who said they were going to do it, then suddenly isn't answering you. Well, you can wait for him to answer you or you just go get another actor who's maybe going to be even better because you made the decision to move forward. Hmm. So that's what I leave. I love that. Well, listen, there you go. I want to give you a proper goodbye. I like it. You <laughs> nailed it, man. Hold on, hold on, I'll give you a proper goodbye off the air. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Peter curtis pardini you can find him on facebook actually he's got a actual page to follow him as a director peter curtis pardini writer and director again the whole point of this mission besides him sharing his story with you today is that we are trying to get that message out there fat a documentary on indiegogo search for it or go on the website for livethefuel.com for this episode and you'll see everything you'll have hyperlinked on it when we air it but again thanks for listening in as peter so wisely shared with you take action tomorrow put one foot in front of the other it takes work, yeah, but you have to start, okay? And then get, get that momentum and keep moving. So again, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening in to another Live the Fuel podcast show. Again, Peter Pardini, the Indiegogo Project, Fat, a documentary with Vinny Tortorich. 
Make sure you take action and support it today. Let's help make a healthy difference in this country, the US of A, as well as the world with something as powerful as fat. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. And remember, you too can live the fuel. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Hey there, Live the Fuel listeners. This is Scott Mulvaney, your chief intrepid officer, your podcast co-host and founder of Live the Fuel. Just want to take one to two minutes more of your time and give you a little extra value at the end of each of these episodes. Uh, first off, I wanted to make sure you guys got over to livethefuel.com and actually took advantage of my Super 7s resource guide. It's a free offer. And it just gives you uh, 21 different resources to fuel your own health, business, and or lifestyle success. Just some of the tools and applications that I've used and books that I've read uh, over the years to help me grow in a personal and a professional mindset. Now, while you're on the website, hop on over to the supported brand section. I created a new section on the website just to promote brands that I grow and have trusted in my personal and my professional life. I mean, there's, there's applications on there that I use in business-wise, but more importantly, healthy lifestyle-wise, there's companies that I've had founders on this show. Just quick name drop them. You got Eat Pilly Nuts, you got Pure Vitamin Club, you got my connection with Isogenics since 2010, since I was wild and firefighting. Love to be able to help you get healthy and fit, lose weight or improve your athletic performance, or heck, in my case, I'm 40 now, age better. And uh, another quick little plug on there is Villa Capelli. Love their olive oil. And real quick note, Villa Capelli and e Nuts, I have my own discount code. So go to lilyfield.com, click on the supporter brand section to get into the resources page, and you'll see my discount code. So enjoy that. Now, while you're on the website too, I've also now built another new tool for you guys, Fuel Library. So the Fuel Library is obviously, as it says, it's a library of the either digital audiobooks from Audible or physical books that I've either purchased, uh, borrowed, consumed, etc. Uh, heck, even actually half of these authors I've actually now had on the podcast. So feel free to go to Fuel Library. I've divided it into health, business, and lifestyle directed sections, and I've been building that out. I'm still looking to add a lot more content because there's tons of authors and amazing books out there. So again, go check that out as well. And then uh, two last things for you. One, Please, if you get a chance, get over to iTunes and give this show a review. It's going to help us grow the exposure and help other people out there in the world find Live the Fuel and also find these amazing co-hosts I bring on here to help them influence and hopefully positively change their health goals, their fitness goals, their business startup goals, their lifestyle, etc. So please, submit a review. I would love to be able to start reading your reviews on a future podcast. And the last thing I'm going to go in here with is my disclaimer. I'm throwing disclaimer in because honestly, I talk a lot about health on this show and business and obviously health and fitness impacts your lifestyle. So please, if you are suffering from a medical illness, a disease, etc., remember podcasts in general do not replace professional advice. So if you have concerns, please go obviously consult a professional. I do bring amazing professionals on this show, but in the end, this is free content that we're sharing over the podcast world. This does not replace obviously a one-on-one consultation, whether it be with a business consultant, a, uh, a lifestyle coach, etc., or obviously a health or medical doctor. So again, that's just my quick disclaimer. This is free content. Take it as such, but please see your professionals. Thanks for listening, gang. Talk to you guys again soon. Thank you for subscribing to Live the Fuel. Stay connected on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Live the Fuel. And remember, you too can live the fuel. So please visit us at livethefuel.com.